What's up, man? It's your boy, Oss. Motherfuckers in the barbershop, the waviest podcast on the planet. We currently have a nigga in a do-rag right now because we so damn wavy. Uh, we got the usual guest here, uh, fellas. Well, this is Mondo. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, the Taco with 1711. What's poppin'? What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice 2 underscores on Twitter, 2 underscores be nice. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're ready to get this going. And uh, Gans is not here with us today. He he, he has something else to Fuck do. Gans. Gans is gone. Slap is here. <laughs> Slappy, so go ahead, Tom. I'm, I'm the new permanent member of Motherfuckers in the Barbershop. You know, whenever Gans ain't here, I will fill in. Yeah. You know, just be ready for me. I'm not going to lie. Gans is on, like, a short list because we got a lot of people that's willing to fill in for Gans. Most definitely. We got Aus. We yeah. got Slappy. We got to Nate honest, whenever he got I think most drunk. of them people is more committed to this wavy life, too. Gans was slacking. Yeah, Gans is yeah, really Back committed. and forth with yeah, the wavy. Gans is a curly hair ass nigga. Yeah, he also, man, this don't feel right. I'm going to grow my shit back up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say nothing because he gets mad every time I say something. Just get real sensitive. So, I'm not going to even say nothing. So, no, we love you, Gans, but we might replace you. All right, so most definitely. Shout out, shaking my heads. Who who would like to start? Mm. Slap you start. Oh, show I'm expecting this. All right, let me you start. Back to All right, man, because I, I, I wasn't here last week, so let me give a shout out to uh, Andre Ward, man, for uh, retiring. Uh, great career. Um, you know, we appreciate everything you you did in the game, man. Definitely a good role model. Um, I shaking my head came this morning at Luis Ortiz. Him and Deontay Wilder was supposed to fight, and he got busted. For a banned substance, so that fight is off. Mm. So yeah, definitely a shake of my head at uh at King Kong and Luis Ortiz, man. I'm very disappointed. That's fucked up. Yeah. All right, B, you wanna go? Uh, I would like to shout out Carmelo Anthony for finally being free. This was a constant shake in my head for me. Been been dealing with this for quite some time, man. I'm happy to see the revitalization of my own Melo's career, man. I would even be so willing to allow him to win a championship. I would wish bad on my own Warriors. That's how much I love Carmelo. Mm. I want to see him yeah, succeed. Damn. I love Carmelo. I send my ACTs to Syracuse. I love him. So, Melo is my guy. I rock with Melo tough, man. So, that's definitely a shout-out. Also, I'd like to shout-out my nephew. I got to spend some time with him last weekend uh, after the, the previous podcast. That was enjoyable. Uh, some things about Uncle and duties that I didn't really enjoy. I ain't changed no diapers, but he seemed as if he was enjoying farting on me. I didn't really care for that. Mm. Some things that I think as, as young males right now, we can be lucky that we don't have kids. We 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 have a lot of responsibilities that we don't have right now. And I'll tell you all that it's a blessing. But it's also a blessing if you do have children. It's a blessing to everybody. <laughs> no everybody that everybody's you know? blessed. It's, everybody's blessed in their own situation. <laughs> it's a blessing when you're ready for that shit. Yeah, exactly. Bro. When you're ready, it's a, a great ready, blessing. Bro. All right, yeah. slap. What you got? All right, uh, I want to do a shout-out to Wade, making it back to LeBron. Hey, bro. I, I don't really care for either of them. I fuck with Wade more, but I'm a sucker for bromances. Yeah, bro. Friendship is always friendship, friendship is great. And I'm, my shake in my head go to Nike because I wanted those undefeated 97s. And it made them very hard to get, bro. I, I hopped on sneakers at ten oh one, and that shit said sold out. That's unfortunate. But shout out to Nike. You got to do it on the, the NBA gear because yeah, it's back and full effect, and that's that's the greatest joy to me. I don't know if people know how much I love Nike, but I love Nike. I bro. don't rock with Adidas. I love Nike. I couldn't no, I even heard, wear an NBA apparel. Like I don't know if it's gonna be extra or not, but niggas was saying like you got the option to get the gear with the sponsorships on them. 
Right. No, I doubt kidding. people would do that. But yeah. This is crazy. To that's that's a cool. That's a cool thing. Yeah. But you know, it, it, I'm not it's just enjoyable. That Denver Nuggets jersey with the Western Union symbols on it. You know, if you want to be a swiper or a scammer, that's that's a go to right there. It's gonna be some hood. It's gonna be some hood nigga hype shit. Oh, that bitch. Yeah. Oh, I said something. It looked better without the flag star yeah. bag on there. It looked also them Chuck Taylors look ass. All right, that's the end of my shit. My head for the week. Them bitches look terrible. My shout out is rest in peace, you have man. A legend, yeah. a legend amongst legends, man. Arthur, there's a lot of people trying to throw dirt on his name. Yeah, and guess what? If you was fine enough, you would have been with him anyway. So y'all, y'all just can't mess with Hugh Hef on that level. Yeah. Why people be waiting to, to niggas die to be to be? I don't know, man. Everybody dirt. waits till people die. He's just one jobs. of the people you can't say something bad about. Like, like oh, but stay woke. A lot of people say he died months ago, and they've been covering it up. No. I did see some weird reports about his his wife not being in the wheel, but she's still gonna get taken care of. Yeah. So you, you, you never know, man. Hey, man. I mean, he probably didn't have so many wives that he can't just put them in the wheel. I, I think that was a six one. Yeah. See, and they, I think they had one of them prenups where it was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, baby. No, she had ironclad. It was yeah. no breaking that. Ironclad. That sounds like some that nigga he was old, bro. Like they said, his first wife name was Mildred. Mildred. She, she, she the one that started the savage. I heard. He went to the war and then she cheated on him. Ooh, he just came he back. I seen that too. Some... He came back. <laughs> oh, I see what it is. He went from um, Hugh to Hugh Hef. Yeah. <laughs> he went from Hubert. Yeah, Hubert <laughs> to Hugh. To Big Hugh. All right. Um, First things first. Uh, We want to get into this Unity NFL stuff, man. It's looking real wild. Um, Ray Lewis is on uh, not one knee, but both knees. We got... Jerry Jones taking a knee at the beginning and standing up last minute before the national anthem come on. We got niggas locking arms. Aaron Rodgers asking people to lock arms. And people are mad at everybody right yeah, now. Most definitely. And what are y'all thoughts on this? And real quick, can y'all explain the lock arms thing to me? I didn't get that. Um, well, I would like somebody to explain it to me too. I guess <laughs> what they were trying to do, is, even though Trump caught everyone who kneels a son of a bitch, in the NFL, and I guess in order to like say we're not, they just wanted to say they were united, I guess, against Trump. Yeah. But maybe not because they kind of stood up. They didn't really do it. They kind of used the backbone of an actual protest to protest against somebody that was really just going against the It's shield. like a double protest yeah. protest. So going it's like protesting the, the protest. I was going to say it was a protest to the protest. It's a pro- it's a, it's, but it's not the protest. It's not the original protest. You can do that down there in the fourth quarter if it's, you want to. It's the protest protest. Yeah, it's the protested protest. Yeah, okay. it's protesting the protest so to the protest. What is all this protest? What does all this protesting <laughs> even mean? Be nice. What's your thoughts on all this protesting stuff? To be honest with y'all, people bashed them, but I think one of the greatest statements was from Russell Simmons. I think all that unifying and locking arms is some bitch ass shit. I think that point blank period because it's disrespectful to the original protest, especially for all the black people that's doing it. And you you kind of get pimped out right now by the owners just going out there and fake locking arms and acting like they actually care about what the situation is. When you 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 get a situation like some of the people that I I commend all the players that if you are gonna lock arms, the ones that still kneeling and understand what the original protest is about. Uh, Somebody that I know gets bashed a lot in this city, and I particularly don't care for myself, Eric Ebron, he decided not to stand with the team. I could commend people like that. Eric Ebron dropped a lot of balls, but for him to grasp the fact that this this protest was kind of some bullshit and locking arms really didn't stand for anything. It just stand for somebody attacking money. 
That's all Donald Trump did was attack that money. And they say, oh, no, we're going to stand together and show you that we unified against you, but not unified against what the actual issue was. And that was police brutality and just all around injustice for people of color. And I feel like all of this stuff just shows that these people are not really willing to act. And now it is some people that are coming for it, like Aaron Rodgers and some other people who I truly, truly believe they have good intentions, but they just... They don't know how to go about the situation. because yeah, they white, bro. They don't, they don't really understand. Yeah, for the most part, that is, they don't understand the situation, and they don't know how to handle it. And sometimes they do have the greatest of intentions and want to yeah. help, but it's just sometimes better that you don't even speak. If like, you can't make the right statement, I'd rather you not speak. It's like it's like you got to commend them for trying to be an ally, yeah. an ally, but it's like, bro, talk to your brothers first. Yeah, it's, most it's, definitely. So you can see how to approach the situation. Well, see, with dudes like, dudes like Aaron Rodgers, they feel, they understand that the conversation is uncomfortable because they are white and they feel like they can't really, they don't, they, they act like it's something they really cannot wrap their minds around. And so when he they really, even... They really can't for real. But like him even saying the little baby statement of, I think everybody in the crowd should link arms with us along. Like, I'm inviting you all to link arms with us. People hated him for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people really was coming to Aaron Rodgers. And he, that's damn near as... as as silly as it is to us for that to be a he big took comment, a big risk with that. he that's they went on his neck for some saying something just as simple as that. And so, all right, Lando, what about your thoughts? Because we also had the situation in Pittsburgh where everyone's you know pledging allegiance to the flag, and then Cuz just runs out up the tunnel and hands on the heart while his whole team is in the locker room, and it's like a lot of division. It's looking like a lot of division in there. And he apologizes for it. I don't have as much of an issue with that though. I'm I'm gonna try to be quick about it. And like how you brought up the Green Bay situation, as you can see, it's a lot of Americans that don't understand or don't even care about what's going on in the black community. That's what it showed me when they didn't lock arms yesterday after Aaron Rodgers asked them to. Asked them to, and they still didn't. They were booing. They were chanting USA like they were playing Canada or something like that. So that just shows that it's a big disconnect. And I think once we understand that, like, it's a lot of people, and I don't want to, you know, get into politics, but a lot of people that voted that type of way, they're not going to never change. And that's, that's the, how they feel. That's one of the things that's, like, most alarming because I feel like a lot of us, or even, like, just us on the podcast right now, we live, and it's almost what I was trying to explain to Gans last week about Kanye West and the Yeezy stuff. We live in the sneakerhead bubble, so we think that the sneakerhead bubble is the shoe market. When it's like, no, it's really like we live in this liberal black bubble where we feel like, like, I swear, when the election was going on, from what my timeline was reading, there was no way I thought Donald Trump was going to win. But you can clearly see that there is a part of America that is all in on what I he thought was it was feeding. all a joke. And then for you to see people like Rex Ryan coming out, and I, I saw it in Randy Moss's face, like, for him to say this isn't what I signed up for, I voted for Donald Trump, but this isn't what I signed up for, and it's like, what what did you sign up or for? Or it's like, <laughs> what even, did you expect? Even to the point where you got Directv literally offering to refund people's money if they don't like what they're seeing during the protest. Protests. That's I feel like that's just so it almost it comes off to me as a point where they like as much as people claim they like football, they really don't like it. Cause they don't like they don't like the people that's playing football. You know, no, they, they don't. They don't, and that's the thing. Like, and that's what we gotta understand is that it's a large, a huge population of people that don't care about what's going on in the black community. Just want to watch you watch you play and go about your business, and it's wrong. And it's just once we get past that, like we gotta forget even trying to get them to understand, and we gotta go on and just build ourselves, better ourselves, getting these you know justice. And law positions so we can change things on our own and get those and just keep those people away. I mean, I hate to hate to go go that way. The thing with Pittsburgh is just it looks like it's just a divide. And that team looks very divided. I mean, even though I picked them to win this week coming up, 
that team is going down, uh, going down pretty pretty quick. Cause like, there's no leadership in that locker room. You got you got somebody uh, like Ben Roethlisberger said he couldn't sleep, and I'm like, well, you know, I couldn't sleep that night when you did that thing to that little girl. So I mean, we we got to know like certain people should be able to talk, and certain people shouldn't. All right, but see with that, and then with that point, I want to make this this last thing because this were because you got Ray Lewis. Who's like, you know, I never, I'll never kneel for the national anthem, and then he gets on both knees, cause one knee for the team, two knees for Jesus. Not one but two. You know, one but two. <laughs> but it's like we understand that Ray Lewis is not equipped for the conversation. We know he cannot have this conversation about racial inequality and justice and stuff like that. And I feel like on one part, it's like uh, Ray, why not? But it's like on the other part, it's cool, you know. But I don't. I don't want to get to the point where I'm chastising Ray Lewis because I, because I want him so badly to see what I'm seeing. And then I'm calling him a coon, and I'm calling him an idiot. And it's almost like that's another division amongst black people that we don't even know. I mean, right now. It, it's, the issue isn't with him. It's with the people that's giving him a platform. He's one of the very few that has the freedom to say what he wants to say. But that's, I mean, so that, that platform is going to be given like, to you, though. We have to say, all right, we need you to say the right things. But it's like, one of the only in the same situation, though. Cam Newton is that platform, and we know Cam is not equipped for this conversation. But is it okay for Cam to say, you know what? This league, I wanted to stick to football because no, because then people Cam kind of said no. The problem Cam set himself up for that because Cam was very outspoken originally, and then we saw the difference, and we saw the the media people come in and they changed his tone, and we still see it. It's like it's like somebody being in the soccer place. Jerry, Jerry, Rich, Jerry Richardson, the owner, changed. That's his no, tone. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, they brought in the media people to tell yeah. him how to conduct himself, right. and we see the tone difference. Like before, Cam was very outspoken. He was one of the people that we looked like. Might be on some of the similar things as Kaepernick. I'm not gonna say that far, but he had some of those same tones when he was outspoken about things. And now we saw the transition where it's like now he's he's saying totally different things, being very vague. And you hear it come out every once in a while when he talks about Cap and highlights. And he, he he wants he almost wants to be a part of the battle, but he can't. Yeah, I, I think Austin's right. I'm at the point right now. If if it's not in your heart and you're not educated enough to speak, about don't speak. It, don't don't speak. Don't speak. Ray Lewis. Needs to get the fuck off the fence and just go on the side and just say, I can't talk about it. I don't want to see you on your knees no more. Oh no, I don't that's the thing that I was disagreeing with. I don't think he's on the fence. I think he is a coon. No, I he, think he is. He's definitely on the yeah, fence. He's trying to please, I don't think he he was trying to please the players. Nah, bro. And then he's he going back to the he got owners. To. He wants to. Want to. Want to. Really want to, yeah. Just trying to please him. Alright, and alright, this is the last thing. Last thing about it. Uh do y'all think Cap should say something? No. I think he already did his diligence. If he yeah. wanna come out and speak, he can, but it, it's not gonna change nothing. He said we had to say like like this new protest and shit. It's not like some bandwagon shit. Yeah. Like like people are saying that oh, Cap was uh, protesting Donald Trump and nothing this and that. He was protesting since Obama was president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he been doing this shit for like almost a year, bro. I so, think like, I, I think like thirty years from now, when kids open up their history books, it's gonna be he's gonna have a, a bookmark and a chapter in there about this. Yeah. And I think thirty years from now people will know. We saw as children, we yeah. saw Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Jim Brown and, and, right. and Muhammad Ali and all these other people highlighted in the history sections of books, not for sports, for what they did. And they the were community. and they were hated when they yeah. did it back then. And like, it's the same the situation. Yeah. People hated Muhammad Ali and he was one of the most praised figures when he passed away. Mm-hmm. It was like a celebrated day. And people forgot all the stuff in, in, in due time everything will be recognized for what it actually is. So he'll get his, his just due eventually. He might not be here to see it, but people going to, like Lando said, people going to recognize him eventually because he is a trailblazer in what he did in this day and era. And not only just saying it like some some people have, he actually put his his, his 
money where his mouth was and put his time and effort into it too. And he damn near by himself. Yeah. yeah. He did without nobody, not asking nobody for permission. And he either is, right is now. what some would consider. He didn't even grow up in the black community. So yeah. he might not even be the one that some would have thought should be fighting this battle. But he took it upon himself. It's just crazy. It started from, like, mm-hmm. kneeing about police brutality to, like, just kneeing, not mean disrespecting the flag. And which that ended up being disrespecting America. And that ended up being that everybody who needs is a For, for me, I've been somebody that never looked at his disrespect. I just don't like standing. I don't like standing. I've never stood up for the, American, for the national anthem, for American flag. I just never saw those as disrespectful. I just don't care for traditions as much. I don't think that we should be labeled and stuck to something because somebody 50 years said this was we should do. And like Stephen A. Smith proved, they didn't even do this until 2009. No. So this is all a sham. Well, it's all a sham. They, they were playing the national anthem before yeah. sporting events and like the, after World War One. No, no, that's when the American, they made that's, them that's, when that's when America started paying uh, or the, the army started paying yeah, the NFL, NFL started doing, but, but the people in the NBA was still standing. Yeah. Like they standing for the national anthem is yeah. something that's something been around, good. but it just hasn't. Yeah. We don't get to see. But really, the NFL is it's yeah. all a sham. Shit is very pointless. Yeah, really though. All right, slap. Give us six minutes. We're gonna do six. Right. Minutes per uh per little topic. Let me know when you're ready. Sometimes we'll be shorter than last. It's gonna go in the quick topics and the news. Go ahead, start it right now. So the first quick topic we want to talk about is uh Carmelo Anthony to the Oklahoma City Thunder. How? What are y'all thoughts on that particular uh trade? Or not even trade. Trade, right? Yeah, it was a trade. trade. Go ahead. I, I I thought it was great, man. I mean, I think it's gonna make the West a lot more competitive. Um, I think he's gonna be able to help. I still don't think it's gonna be any different. For the Warriors, though, uh, I, I unfortunately agree, but I believe everything Orlando is saying. I think that they can make a push for number two now. They have three legitimate top tier players that I would say uh, it kind of makes the team a little deeper. Now you get somebody like, they look. ESPN don't always know what they're talking about. ESPN kind of don't know what the fuck they're talking about. To be honest, Fox Sports kind of running them out of business. So they, maybe they just said that shit for a headline. Just so we get somebody to say, oh, look, it's me and saying dumb shit. I should go read. Maybe we got some more dumb shit. <laughs> what do you think, Slap? Uh, it's going to be a bad start at first. Like, I feel like they're going to need some time to get used to each other. One ball. Yeah, but when they get it, bro, they're going to they they have it. Like, they they might they might give the Warriors a run for their money. So who you think is going to be the cause of that bad start? Because I got my own a certain person. You said who I, I think yeah, the cause of it? Yeah, it ain't Carmelo. I was going to say Carmelo. Like, like, oh. like. Not not for the reason you might think, but it's just like Westbrook and Carmelo got their own specific style of plays that I feel like really don't mess with each other for real. Yeah. So who the one that's causing the issue? Right. The one that gets the ball first. Westbrook. Exactly. Yeah. You think Westbrook? I mean, it's he's his the team. point guard. It's his team. The he's point got guard is supposed to get listen, the rest of the players involved. And he did last year. He averaged a triple-double. At Westbrook is... Two hundred and five million dollars. I damn near feel like whatever he say on the two hundred five million dollar <laughs> tape goes. Like Carmelo, even I think Paul George said it. Me and Westbrook will play to get Carmelo the easiest shot available. Carmelo, I think he goes to that team knowing he might even just average eighteen at this point. He's just going to play. I don't think he have. An issue I feel like Westbrook would be grateful. Like this nigga been wanting to yeah. support for the longest. He, like this is like the best shooting uh, small forward he's ever been with. Is so yeah, the best small forward he's ever played with. I'm yeah. saying is this is this. Is he a grateful person? No, nah, but I'm saying this week that he looked kind of angry when Kevin Durant had the ball. <laughs> nah, that's Kevin Durant because he knew he was a hoe the whole time. All right, uh, oh, <laughs> way to playing with LeBron again. The boys are back in town. Hey, bro. What, what's your thoughts on that, Lando? Uh, I think the 
they made the team a lot lot deeper. Um, I think Wade can play really great in spots, and I think he's going to help them in the finals. Once again, I just don't. I still don't think it's enough for Golden State. Even how deep their team is, they're like ten deep. I still don't think it's enough. Hey, this is the smartest shit Lando ever said. Yeah, I never, they I never agreed. Yeah, they good I, I think that it's it's just it's not deep enough. They have enough talent, but it's just the over the top. Like you, you see D Wade this past his prime. Isaiah Thomas is injured. We don't know what he's gonna be able to come back as. Uh Derrick Rose, you don't know if he's gonna be able to stay healthy the whole year. Jay Crowder is kinda like the best bum you can have on your team. Cause he do all the hustle plays, but his talent level just caps out at a certain place. Just he's not that good. And J.R. Smith is he comes and goes. Tristan Thompson just got out rebounded, and he is now officially in the Kardashian family with a baby on the way. So his career is no, over. No, I'm about to get him out of there. It's not his career. His career is over. No, he shipped. He shipped with a pick. That, him and that pick is going somewhere. Yeah, I think I can guarantee y'all that. And now we have, who else is there? Uh, Kevin Love is, he's a talented player. Might be a little bit better with no Kyrie there. He might actually be the second second player on the team now. So I think he might strive a little bit, but I just don't think it's going to be enough. You got two players that in the last five years have won three MVPs, defensive player of the year, and Klay Thompson could easily – if Steph Curry didn't exist, he's the best shooter ever. So you're looking at a team like that, it, it's just too much to handle. The Cavaliers were a three-pointer made away from taking that series to six games. Um, a, no bench away from really taking that series to seven games. I feel like the Cavs got the best shot right now ever to beat the Warriors. Nah, like, I, I mean, I'm glad Wade came back, but I don't think, I don't think it's going to change shit. Like, they, it's not, not really going to be a difference. Now, what he just said, I wholeheartedly agree with. You because the to, the best shot? to me, the 2015 finals is an anomaly. I think that Draymond getting kicked out, they look like the way more dominant team. And I said that from the jump. I don't even think that they need Kevin Durant to be more dominant than the Cavs. They just had a deeper team. But I do think that the Cavs capitalized on that. I can't take that away well, from what them. what about 2014? Do you think the Warriors capitalized on Kyrie? And they Kevin did. Love but I still think that after seeing those two, I still think that the team was deeper. They had a better team, to me. You already know how the team. team. In seven-game series, like, the best team will come out on top. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, is in agreement to what he's saying, this is the best team that the Cavs has had. So as far as the actual competitive level, I think that what happened last year – not to that degree, but I think the Warriors should have won in five every year. Well, I just think they had a better team. But now I think that this is a series I can actually see on paper going to six or seven and me not thinking, oh, this is bullshit because they have a talented team. Oh. The years before, they, their bench was terrible. I'm going to give it to 18. D-Rose averaged 18 last year. Way average 18. That's 36 points off your bench well, right they're there. Not, they're not gonna, both of them not going to average 18 this year. They're not, but that's a potential. That's, people that's another people. issue that I feel like the Cavs had on, they have now on both sides of the ball. They don't match up well as far as the Warriors, and they have people who kind of play the same role. So it's like, if I can't put all y'all out there on the same time because y'all do the same thing. Derrick Rose and D-Wade, kind of the same player. Yeah, they but both I mean, backside cuts, and they both, if it's not a backside cut, then they need the ball, and they're both undersized. So it's like, all right, what can you do? And neither one of them can shoot threes. But way be undersized in career, you just have 18. I feel that's, like why, I mean, that's why I say this pass is prime, though. It's, he it's just had 18 player. last year. Well, let me say this, like, if, if, if he would have been able to stay in that Boston series, they would have beat Boston. Yeah. Wait, if he I don't either. disagree. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. I, he, not, he, he passes the problem, but he doing way. But I don't good spots. All right, so let's see. We got the NBA got rule changes. Two rule changes. One of them had to deal with the lottery. Put another six on the clock. They got one that had to deal with the lottery. Um, what, what was it about the lottery that they changed? Um, basically, it. You can't really like you suck. can't tank anymore yeah, can't tank because anymore. it 
alters your chances of being top three, top five. So, so in past years, the worst three teams in the NBA had no chance of slipping out of the top three. The top three was a lot for who was going to be there. Uh, now it's just a situation where anybody, if you're number one, you had a highest chance. You can't lead the top three. Anybody outside of that, if you're two through 14, you can just alter. And the chances are still a little bit better for the worst teams in the league, but it just gives it a more evenness to it. So now if you the second worst team in the league, you might have the 13th pick in the draft. It's a chance for it. Before, mm. it was never a chance for that. So it kind of alters your reasoning for why you want to be terrible. Because some teams we've seen have purposely been terrible over the last few years. And it just kind of is what it is. Yeah, so no more process. And then the second rule change that I acknowledged was that they are now initiating that nobody, if you're healthy, you cannot rest in a nationally televised game. And it's like you got to rest less on the road also, something like that. Wait, what? Like, if it's a nationally televised game, like on ESPN or ABC or main, you know, just a, like a Warriors-Cavs game, there's I, no resting. Warriors-War. Uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think LeBron James, if you want to rest, it should be at home. But if you go to definitely. Memphis or if you go to Portland, something like that, you got to play. So you don't, none of y'all think of, like, from the business aspect, like what they really want to do is win a championship. And okay. at the end of the day. This is what Lando is saying, though. As a fan... If I only get one chance to You're see right. you play, yeah. you have to play that. You got to play that, and that's something that Kobe spoke on several times. If this, if I know I'm going to a town, this could be a kid's birthday gift. A five year old could want to see. I could be the biggest person in the world to him, and if I'm not injured, why not play? I feel, and like, I feel like the NBA already had something against that. Like they made this the season longer. They adjusted a season where it's not as many back to backs as Charles Barkley talked about with them not wanting to play back to back. So the NBA already adjusted for that. So if they do rest this year. Then that's why the the, the fine. It's like a hundred thousand dollar fine because they, the the NBA accommodated for it. They yeah. made all right. We're gonna change this 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 setup of the league so you don't have that that wanting to rest on games like this. I'm down with people not resting just because it costs too much to go to games anyway. Most yeah. definitely. So if I'm paying all this money and Brian not in that bitch, I'm down there. And there's been several times that I know for a fact between myself and my father that we've been hesitant on paying for tickets because you don't know who's gonna play. Yeah. So it's like if I pay if, if I'm too much in hands and I'm a Warriors fan. And Steph Curry don't play. I already spent my money two months ago, not knowing who was gonna play. So you you just can't have situations like that. So I feel like this that's both of those are for for better or worse. I feel like they 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 pretty good good changes to the rule book. All right. So now we got Michael Beasley said that the world is. You already know how I feel about it. But all right, I need you to explain it though because what Michael Beasley said, and if Yance came, probably can edit it. And he probably not. What he said was, it has been commonly believed, which is also a lie, that humans use 10% of their brains, like, all the time. He wanted, The question he asked was, who is the person who used 11% of their brain to understand that everybody else used 10% of their brain? Do you, you follow me, right? Yeah. All right, so that's what his logic is. And when I asked, when I asked Be Nice this, he said he agreed, but at the same time, if you thought about it like that, Michael Beasley would have to be using 12% of his brain to know that there is a person who used 11% to understand that everyone else is using 10. So be nice. What do you think? He already that? answered that. Right. Why, why a nigga got to be at 11% to understand niggas? Just use 10%, to, right? Like, why, why a nigga at 10% can like, oh, yeah, bro, you use the same amount I do. <laughs> no. Exactly. I think the point that, that I think Michael Beasley uh, losing out on is not everybody uses up to 10%. Like, 10% is kind of yeah. like the... And nice. that's what that's I tried to explain to all of us. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like the ceiling. It's like Maybe the smartest nigga was at 10%. Five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they don't get better than me. I don't even use peasants, Or like he was like smart with him. It's like, oh, yeah, we all use a 10. It ain't that. So you think it is someone that used 
with 11 to understand. I feel like you got to either be at 9 or 11 to know that niggas, somebody higher than you. That's what he's saying. Bro, niggas higher no, than you or you lower than Listen, me. listen. There's people that, uh, scientists, right? They sit around and they experiment on different things. Yes, that's all it was, man. Shout out to that girl that was interviewing though. We got to send her like a link. She's like beautiful. Yeah, we already hip to her. You just yeah, late. You she, late. Oh, I'm late as hell. I'm already hip to her cousins and shit. No, no, no. The bad bitch that was interviewing Michael Beasley. She ain't a bitch. I'm hip to her cousins. I'm already deep into this. Hey, send her a link. I went on the show. All right, um... The college basketball scandal. Do y'all know about that? Yes. All right, so is one it? one first thing, first question I want to ask you guys, is it even shocking to you? No, so no, no. it's even a scandal. All right, so the scandal is apparently um, Adidas was paying for kids to go to certain Adidas schools and giving them, what ended up getting everybody caught up was an interview that they had with some dude where they was trying to get some kid to come to Louisville. From Saginaw. From Saginaw. It's going to give them $100,000, which is in the grand scheme, it's small change compared to what these schools is really making. But Adidas was going to pay him $100,000, and he told, the FBI told the dude to get coach number two to do it, which coach number two is Rick Pitino of Louisville, the head coach, because I guess he was able to, like, boss niggas around in, in order to get that thing to happen. Mm-hmm. And so the FBI is, like, deep into it, and it is, like, crazy. It's crazy on the multiple levels, one level being that a lot of people didn't think they didn't think they were going to get in trouble because they thought the NCAA was going to come after this and now, like, people can go to jail and they're like, oh, this is, like, a real crime. Like, we're racketeering and doing all types of watches. I don't watches. think it's that serious. All right, and so why not? You know, Why you don't think it's that serious? I'm just, I don't really, unless it's on some, like, people getting screwed out of money thing, I don't think people should go to jail for, for, for financial crimes. What, what about you, Lana? Listen, I've been saying this for like for years. If you're not gonna pay athletes, allow them to use their likeness. Hey. Allow them to get gifts. I don't. I really don't see no problem with it at all. No. Who is who is this hurting? All right, nah, it's, it's not hurting. Crime. It's not hurting nobody. Actually, if people mm-hmm. is getting money, it's cool. They were saying like it's going through AAU. It's going through stuff like that. It's hurting the high school game. It's hurt. It is hurting high school. I mean, Man, the high school I want to speak. I'm gonna just speak. Listen, I'm gonna say JJ went from living in Detroit. To living in California because of his AAU team and end up giving his mama fifty thousand dollars and he ended up going to a, a and that that um AAU team was sponsored by Adidas right. and he ended up going now, to an Adidas though. school and he ended up going to NBA which he with ended up might sign though. an Adidas contract. With that though, he do look kind of iffy in the in the, the the light of what we now know. But the issue with, with what his situation was, Michigan don't allow basketball team to travel, so you have no you have no notoriety. You can't be saw. Like you can't be seen. They don't. They don't allow us to do public games on television. You can't go play ESPN games. So that's why all our kids leave Michigan because we have strict traveling rules. Mm-hmm. Ohio, cast the football just got allowed to go play in Ohio. I think that's as far as it stretches. You can't go outside of Ohio or Indiana. So that's Chicago. another one. Of, yeah, exactly. So that's another one of the reasons why. Like, but you can't go to camps. Like players individually can go to camps. People want to maximize their possibilities. I mean, so he could have got he could have got paid, but I'm, I just know for a fact that a lot of our students do leave because of that rule. All right, so this is where this is where I have a problem with it. At. Say a dude like because this is the this is the basis of their contract. Say say a dude like me. I'm a big basketball prospect. Um, I plan to go to University of Michigan, and then Louisville comes through with, "Hey man, we give you hundred thousand dollars. Adidas will give you hundred thousand dollars to come play for Louisville, our biggest Adidas school." And I end up going to Louisville, and then they also promise me, "Hey, and then when you make it to the NBA, we'll give you a million dollar contract because we're already with you right there." 
I go to Louisville. I don't play. I don't go to the NBA. Or I, I, I don't even make the team. Like I'm not. I'm just a bench rider. One, I probably have to transfer to another Adidas school because Adidas will probably be like, hey, you know, give us that money back if we don't. You know what I'm saying? If not, we probably just do. They can do something to you, like probably sham you and stuff like that. And if not, I tell them these kick rocks. And if not, I would have to not go to NBA, and then they just I just got signed a contract. I'm, 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 instead of going to University of Michigan, where I probably would have played, I'm not Louisville. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna disagree with that because I think Adidas want to keep that under wraps, so they won't do anything yeah. that will blow that up. They won't try to do some yeah. hot shit. They won't do no hot shit. But this is what like they've that. been doing. This is exactly what they. No, been no, doing. no. They got caught. I'm just saying, they, if you if you don't pan out, they just ain't gonna be like, hey, pay me back my money. They just gonna be like. Keep it moving. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's also... I think that's also... Yeah, they take calculated risk. But yeah, I'm saying, so. but that's also messed up in the sense that I could have really went to Michigan and played, but now I'm at Louisville and I just I did mean, it for but 100 But you're looking at it like totally wrong. What happens if you do go to Louisville, yeah. you play right, then you go to the league? Yeah, yeah. But, then, but then that's how but that's how they're creating their pipeline. I mean, what about other schools that don't even... What about Russell Athletic School? But what about the people that no way of giving a dude $100,000 No, but they're still going to be able to develop their talent. And like I said, Louisville ain't won shit in a year. Louisville that's what you four years ago. Four years ago, and they shouldn't have won. They shouldn't have won that one. But then why are they getting more, this talent like more this? More people should be more outraged that Rick Pitino had a brothel going on at a college campus. He had prostitutes. I mean, of course people Pro- should be that's more outraged. That's way more. That's that's actually, crazy. He actually had prostitutes meeting recruits, 18-year-old sex, dudes. doing whatever. Hey, he's a, he's a real saw this, and he got game. Yeah, also, bro, they had college students, though. We don't know if they was college students. I don't know if they was college students. All right, also, also Rick Pitino Pitino had uh, sex for 15 seconds. I don't know if y'all remember that. When he he cheated on his wife in the bathroom, he had sex for 15 seconds. You remember that? He did like a three-pump chump. Yeah, it was was time for him to go. It's funny how this is like the... Yeah, this is the hill he died on. It's like of all things he's done... This ain't know, even man. big. I just think that it's a part of the game. It's something that we know. And then kind of what you were saying about them not panning out. It's like, I would much rather go get a free education and a hundred bands on top of that. And yeah, if man. I don't pan out, then I just, I already had what I needed to make something out of myself. But now you're living with this regret that you could have probably went to Michigan and been good. Yeah, so, but some people I mean, go to the wrong school and go to the regret, out. My nigga, somebody just had me it. 100 bands, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you... Like, like, yeah, I, yeah, I might have read the bench. It's somebody that's regretting going to the wrong school anyways and they ain't get $100,000. So, th- th- you gonna have it both ways. Yeah, I got the regrets, regrets, nigga. Yeah. So, I went to Easter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you don't have no regrets, man. But it's it's just like... It's just, it's a weird feeling when you could have been somewhere and well, you only got... You it, got paid it, to it's not, the, it. it's not the honorable way of yeah, it. It's not. And yeah. but, you sold yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it just makes... Well, Cosmo's always been known to this be... This opened my eyes a lot, man, because, you know, as me as a Nike fan... I can't see why niggas will sign with Adidas. So maybe this is why. That's what I said. Maybe this is this is it. That's the exact reason. Like you want to go to Kentucky, or you want to get the hundred thousand dollars? That just fucked up everything. And they go to hundred thousand every time. Yeah, every time. I'm definitely. All right, you a broke ass high school? We're like, yes, nigga, give me hundred thousand dollars. Come on. Last two things. You got. You can really just put two minutes on if you want to talk about this. But last two things. I just want to go quick topics about Twitter. Just upgrade to. 280 characters, they testing it out on people. What do y'all think about stuff like that? It's going to be a lot more underrated tweets. (laughs) I just, in my lifetime of times where I was on some, damn, I wish I had a couple more characters. I was never on some 280. I think they just overdid that shit. Maybe maybe 150. Yeah, I never was never that far off on some 280. All right. What about if we would have had 280 to begin with and then they would have Took it away and gave it 140. What would y'all did? If I'm not mistaken, didn't Twitter start off with 70? Nah. They said they started off with 140. All right, so. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I think that's kind of the allure of what people like about Twitter. I mean, you don't got to use all 200. Nobody's saying that nobody has to use 200. Somebody is, though. I feel like it's it's a lot of people me. are. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's something that, that we would barely notice. It's going to bother me, though. It's going to be the death of threads. Yeah, it's so. going to be like, oh, this. Our threads is going to be less readable. This on some bullshit. Yeah. You got whole yeah. paragraphs. Or it's going to be like big paragraph of why the yeah, national like, anthem is, yeah. why you need to stop taking these. Threads are supposed to be quick strikes. It's like, boom. Yeah. Point A, point B, point C. And then I said, blah. And it's like yeah, arguments right on Twitter don't need that many characters. I didn't stop running. My God, shit. the arguments, bro. And real talk, though, it has been some times where I was on some, I can't even argue with you because I got too much to say, so I can't put it in tweets. But I'm still not going to put it in tweets because I, I just can't do that. You just got to type it in your notes to take a screenshot. Yeah. All right, and the last thing, there's not even nothing to talk about. Uh, I just want to talk about how work done. Or Deshaun Watson gave uh, his first NFL paycheck to hurricane relief victims that work at the Houston Texans. And it was cool because work done. He did a lot of like charity work, and he donated. He donates money and gives like builds houses for people. And Deshaun Watson's mother was like someone he built a house for when he was a younger man. I love work done. Yeah, work done is a big. Place. He's like all, all time giver, and this just shows how giving really just Comes it changes. It just it changes a lot. I've seen bro. an Asian video like that on Facebook. It was like a dude, some ladies in front of him. They they wanted to buy a cake for their daughter. Then he gave them the rest of their money. That he had in the grocery store, and he did it because an old man did it for him when he was a kid. Bought him a cake, and he said something to the girl, like to the to the mother. And what he said to her was the same thing that the old man said to him when he did it, like in his childhood. And it turned out that the old man was actually their father. That the, the people didn't have the money for the cake this time, so mm. it just kind of came full circle. And what he said to him was the same thing that the dude said to him. So when he got back to the house and they wanted, to, it was his birthday. They wanted to buy him something for his birthday, buy him a cake. And when they got back. They said that thing to him, and he thought about it like, wow, so this must have been the same person. Like, I, I, I changed somebody. And that's just a good thing, man, to see that people can revolve like this. And you push positive things out there into this world, and positivity will continue. That's cool, right. man. That's most definitely the, the one of the greatest stories I read for the week. That was man. a beautiful testament, bro. Yeah, that was. And Deshaun yeah, Watson. That shit really same, went full circle, though. Same little yeah. kid, now he just same funny-looking grown man, and he's doing great things, man. Yeah, man. All because of work done, donation. Yeah. And who know? You know, we all can know we're done situations. I can look that up, but we're done ultimate cool dude. So just um Watson. Um, now we just going to top five. Be nice. You want to give us the top five championship games? Yeah, that you either played in or viewed. All right. Uh, who who would like to start? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, I guess number one would be a game I watched would be UFC uh, versus Texas. That's probably one of the best championship games I've ever seen. Mm. Reggie Bush versus Vince Young. I mean, that was a classic game. Um, two would be the, the Pistons 04 championship. So, you know, when they, they won that, that was a great game to watch. I'm going to go to game seven that the Cavs won Ooh, a year ago. because I was that. That was the Battle of the Bastards was going on that night with Game of Thrones, and it was like the Warriors versus Cavs. So that was a great game. Um, the Patriots, when they lost to the Giants the first time in the Super Bowl, that was uh that was a great championship game and I think the last one would be for the Western Conference Championship even though it was a lot of bad calls in that game when the Lakers beat the Kings. Oh no, that was cheated, right? It was cheated, but it was still a good championship game to watch though. So. All right, was it was just it? They cheated. Don't recall. All right, B. Our slapper, did you want to? Oh yeah, I go, I go. Oh, uh, cool. I gotta go, Atlanta. We talk about the O four Pistons uh, championship. All because of like what was going on that night. Yeah. Like, like my grandma woke me up at like, <laughs> what what time? How long did that game last? Cause it was late. 
Looking around, like, oh shit, the Pistons about to win the championship. We all up in the living room, jumping around and shit, having a good ass time. Yes, Kobe was shooting eighteen percent that game. Though. It was and a beautiful like, thing to watch. And like, mm-hmm. I ain't never seen my grandma watch sports, but she watched it for that. And then uh, another one was uh, that year the Seahawks had won the championship. Who was they? Who were they playing? Denver. Yeah, they blew them out the they water. They blew them out, bro. That shit was so quick, bro. Like I actually won money off that game, so it was it was a, it was a good day. Damn. Uh, B. Um, for me, I'm gonna start off with, uh, I believe it was '05, the shock one. They won a championship, and I was actually there. That's the only reason this is on the list. But for me to actually be there and the confetti popped, that was just a cool experience. Even though it was like damn near empty house, which is unfortunate for the ladies. But bro, it's crazy. I was there too. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't nobody. <laughs> anybody could have probably walked into that game, but it was just a cool thing for them to win a WNBA championship. And then secondly, um. The city championships of 2013, Romulus versus Persian. I was able to watch uh, three of my cousins win the city championship, and then they went on to win the state championship that year. So for me to be able to view two two or three people that I grew up with in the same household and watch them achieve something that we dreamt of and talked about for a long time was special to me. Um, I know for sure last year's college basketball championship with the, the two North Carolina shots and Villanova. That's probably one of the worst finals. Yeah, no, but the, the for me to see for, for me to see it go back and forth like that at the wire, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the the, the last couple seconds of the game. Yeah, we ended up getting back. Yeah, the, 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 the rest of the game was terrible. I do way agree. The rest of the game I do agree was, was was pretty terrible. And um when the Steelers won. Oh, here? Field, yeah. Oh the bus the bus came home. Yeah, I enjoyed and that. And then drove to Canton. I enjoyed that. And as far as basketball, I would say for me, one of the best, most enjoyable championships that I, I, I really enjoyed was was definitely the 2006 championship. Seeing Dwayne Wade just terrorize the Dallas Mavericks was special for me. How many free throws he shot there? Yeah, he shot a lot. shot a lot, but he terrorized And Dirk, Dirk missed a lot of free throws. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, two of mine already been said. That Cavs championship, ooh. You know, I, sometimes I go back and just look at the block. And then sometimes I, I just go back and look at the shot, man. And then shot. sometimes when I'm really feeling it, I go look at the stop. And the stop just, it just puts the icing on the cake that Steph Curry made 500 threes that season and couldn't make one on Kevin Love. It's just something about thinking about that. Just, man, he was hurt. No, he wasn't. I just love it. I didn't there. I love it. Second one, now also that Seahawks blowing. It, you could tell from the minute that that's, they fumbled that snap and that crazy Harvin took to that me. championship. I don't think I finished that game. That was a game I finished all the way through. I wasn't even at home. I got blew the fuck out. That shit just was it, was, it was like, it wasn't a championship guy. Like, they just didn't bring it. Like, they didn't know that that was the yeah, end of the season. Really <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they had like some <laughs> running again, yeah. running back. <laughs> They wanted to run it back. It's over. They wanted to grill it. That's it. Shit. This is the first one, huh? We got another one coming up. Like, no, nigga, that's that's game, nigga. I'm at the go. I also got to go with the Alpha Pistons. That was that was amazing. Uh, Another one I had to go was pretty sure that was. I don't know what year we won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I think it might have been 08. Yeah, Yeah, 08. I was at Vontae House. We was was, Michigan Avenue was toe up from the flow up. We saw a midget. Jumping on cars, it was crazy. It was like that was probably one of the litest, like being at the, the moment of a championship being won. That was like a crazy, that was a little crazy day. And then um, I don't got no, I don't think I got another one. I don't you ain't think. playing no championships with the Steelers. I played a couple, but eh. you played the Panthers. That was a good one. That was a good one, but I was a young man. I like shit now more than I like shit then. 
I wish I had played one at Renaissance. That would have been cool. Hmm. I don't know. So really why you think you didn't? Oh, the PSL championships where uh, our football team, we beat all the other football teams. In I did. I tried to uh, transfer into that class. Yeah, couldn't transfer in that class. I was always champions in that class. But uh, PSL won fair. That was uh, that was it. Anything else y'all want to cover today? I think we we talked about Ray Lewis Conan two, two knees, knees and both knees. I I do want to give a shout out to Shannon Sharp, man. Oh, definitely, you get the biggest shout out. We we he he, he like reigning king of the the media right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he really Yeah, he getting it in. He getting it in, man. He doing a little bit better than Stephen A. right now, man. Stephen A. step it up. Yeah, Stephen A. looking bad, man. <laughs> But maybe the, NF- the NBA season gonna save him. Dog. No, he's being just whack. I don't know, man. I, I like Dan Levertard and I like my Mike Jones. I think y'all need to still on though. Y'all need to listen to the right time. You talking about podcast though? I'm talking about radio. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm talking about visual. What I can you watch. You got a show coming with Pablo Torre January second. That's a long time. They might have lost me full time by then. You can still watch. They trying to kick Jamel off. That's one of the last people. You're going to go to Fox Sports. Exactly. Then they're going to look like some Mojack asses. You're going to push everybody away. It's just, Shannon got to go harder than everybody because Jason Woodlock is also on that network. He don't want to let black people be identified on. Most definitely. No, no, I I just think it's it's him being, Fox let you be who you are. If you're a Tom, they're going to be a Tom. That's what I was trying to explain to you. If you're a strong black person like Shannon Sharp. Jason Woodlock not forced, he not get forced to do that shit. He like it, he know who he is. All right, so this is the question. This is the question we're going to leave the people with. How much money would it cost you to be like Jason Woodlock? Or like (laughs) Stacey Dash? Give me like two million a year. And even though I just said I don't like labeling the coon because I just feel like that just creates more division. How much money would it cost you to be a Jason Woodlock or a Stacey Dash or or even a Ray Lewis? How much could somebody pay you to be like one of these? Well, oh, Ray Lewis, yeah, you pay me a million. I'll do that. I could be in the. I could be on the fence all day. At least Ray Lewis is funny. Yeah, both these. Jason Woodlock, <laughs> I could tell right now if I saw this nigga outside on Finkel, I'm blowing his shit out, <laughs> blowing his shit yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm working that fast. <laughs> All right, that's our show. Uh, don't forget to leave a like, uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, please, and retweet if you see the link, man. Spread the word out there. Really appreciate everybody for listening. Appreciate Slappy for coming through, and we appreciate Gans for not coming yeah. through. Unless... We have a poll. We're gonna see who y'all like more between me and Gans. Oh, oh you, man. <laughs> All right, bro. Fuck yes. All right, bro. <laughs> that's, that's that's unanimous. Fuck decision. yes. <laughs> I'm in here, y'all. Look forward to next week. Look forward to next week, <laughs> and remember, one knee for uh, the team. Two knee.